Welcome to the Art of Rewilding podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Eden. This podcast aims to wake the innate wild inside of all of us through story medicine and taboo tales of birth, death, rebirth, connection, and reclamation. There is no one right way to rewild, only your way. This is our gentle revolution of the healed feminine. Welcome to this liminal space. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, glorious humans, and thank you for joining me on the Art of Rewilding podcast with me, Catherine Eden. In this episode, I would like to touch on the idea of radical responsibility, particularly in business but in life and business, I suppose. I like the idea of radical responsibility. I like the sound of it. Uh, Responsibility sounds super, I don't know, boring and, um, and not very fun. But, you know, in order to have fun, I think that we also need um, structured containers. And for me, boundaries are a turn on in many ways because it allows freedom and it allows that fun to come. And so I love the idea of radical responsibility, which allows one to be their most authentic self and to be sovereign and powerful and responsible for themselves. Because when we're responsible for ourselves, um, we are less likely to be uh, infiltrated or coerced or manipulated or vulnerable to external influences that don't serve us and our, you know, most highest good and our most autonomous sovereign selves. So I think radical responsibility is the re- rebellion and gentle revolution that can armor us from this this current patriarchal, consumer-focused world that we live in. Um, I love it. Anyway, um, I want to talk about that because so with any projects or children that we birth in our life comes an automatic personal responsibility to be accountable for every aspect of their health and well-being. I, I, find being accountable so powerful and so important. I know a lot of people want to offload accountability and offload responsibility, but when we can be fully accountable and fully responsible, then we get to be fully sovereign and fully in our power. I love it. It's such a privilege to birth and run a business and even and an even bigger one to act as a way shower or a guide or a mentor and not one that is bestowed to everyone. So we must be really respectful of this honor and our ability to offer this magic into the world by being fully and wholly responsible and accountable. 
Running a business is not for the faint-hearted. Anyone who runs a business knows that it's not some quick way to make money or an easy path to take. But when we do follow that call, it's more fulfilling than almost anything else that we could do. It's a soul call. And I'm always talking about how the world suffers if we don't follow that call. But it is a privilege. And as such, I want to make a bold statement. Nobody, and I mean nobody, asked you to follow through and start your business. No one asked me to follow through and start my business. That was something that I chose That was a choice that I or you, if you run a business, made to put our names to, something that would be a reflection of us and our soul calling. And just like having children, there comes a deep and personal, sacred, but radical responsibility that comes with this birthing. No one else's responsibility but ours. Responsibility, the state or fact of being responsible answerable or accountable for something with one's power, control or management. I think that is one bloody amazing privilege to have. A particular burden of obligation upon one who is responsible. So it can be a burden for sure. Reliability or dependability, especially in meeting debts or payments. I think that one, that's one that gets a lot of people. When you run a business, you must know that you are agreeing to full accountability of the health and life of that business. You're obligated to manage the finances, reliability and dependability of your business, whether it feels com- uncomfortable or comfortable or not. You're also obligated to support your clients in a way that makes them feel heard so that they continue to believe in you as the leader of, of this enterprise or this heartfelt um, entity that you yourself has have placed yourself as. There's no running from the fact that when you're a business owner, you are positioning yourself as a leader and as a guide. You hold power in that position, which can be used for both healing as well as hurting of others. It's your responsibility to choose which type of leader you are and accept the consequences of that choice on both you personally and on your business. I'm not saying that it's great that people put others on a pedestal. That's not really what I mean because I think there's a difference between putting people on a pedestal and seeing someone as a leader. I think putting someone on a pedestal is separating oneself but I think you can be two leaders in different fields and still be on equal kind of even playing ground there is a reason that celebrities influencers and business people hire PR management because they know how important it is to be seen as a as a positive leader and not one who lets others down we see over and over how an apology or a retraction statement can mean the end of a business or the success of another, depending on how much genuine and honest responsibility and accountability is taken. As a leader, you may be supporting clients who are vulnerable, who may not be supportive of you or your growth, and who may have very differing views. But it's not their responsibility to consider you and your vulnerability or the health of your business. That's yours and yours alone. 
It's also your responsibility to ensure that your business has concrete containers regarding policies and processes that ensure your boundaries are not crossed. It's your responsibility to ensure that your marketing is crystal clear so that those who resonate with your very specific message and position are attracted to you and those who are repelled do not enter your field. If you change direction, it will take some time to build a new audience who value this new path. Allow for this transition and any hurt that might arise. Hold space for them as they transition away from you. It's your responsibility to ensure the financial health of your business and to provide structures and provisions to ensure that those who can and want to afford your services can but those who may take advantage of you are not given the chance. It's your responsibility to discern where your money goes and that if you choose to make charitable offerings, that it comes from a place of abundance and not obligation and or a deficit to your family and your business, nor from a place of virtue signaling. Similarly, it's your responsibility to know and give your clients what they want, not what you think they want. Expecting people to be grateful for extras that have cost you money and time but do not actually contribute to the outcomes or services that they have paid you for is both unproductive and a waste of money and resources. I love in Denise Duffel Thomas's book, she tells the story of these earrings that she wasted a whole bunch of money on that no one cared about um, or copious amounts of content that no one even opened or read. I really, I really love her book. It's Chillpreneur and she just talks about ways to simplify your business and um, support your clients to get the best outcomes without sort of and where where this idea of giving gifts and sort of offering things actually c- comes from in terms of inside of ourselves and how you can change that and learn for that from that make sure that you meet your clients needs first and foremost or you'll end up resentful and that's obviously within a container of making sure that that comes from a place of meeting your own needs and like self-care and and energetic and um you know, not practicing unsustainably or outside of your boundaries. But once you've secured that, then making sure that your focus is on actually meeting your client's needs and what they signed up for, not giving them things that you think that they want that they actually, that has nothing to do with, with why they signed up. It's your responsibility to hear the negative feedback from your clients, not just the positive. The greatest feedback and most powerful information you will ever receive is from those who have constructive feedback to offer you. Be so grateful for those those strong enough to be honest and vulnerable about their experiences. Only hearing the positive will give you a false sense of security, will alienate you from knowing what your clients really want and will create an unsafe space for them to be or to stay long term. 
It's your responsibility to ensure that those who work for you are managed by you. You are the ultimate decision maker. You decide their role and are responsible for that role to be clearly outlined to them. Staff are not responsible for your business because at the end of the day, they will not be the ones held accountable if things hit the fan. Your team is an incredible asset. They are your cheerleaders and your support in good times and in bad, but ultimately, The buck always stops with you because it's your business. It's your responsibility to deliver as you say, to give timeframes and containers for offerings that clients have purchased. Should things change, it's your responsibility to communicate with your clients, taking full responsibility for this lack of of promise or delivery. And as a leader, no matter what, these outcomes are ultimately your responsibility and you are accountable even if they're not your fault, even if they're uncomfortable. And it shows a level of um, emotional maturity to be able to say, you know, this has happened and um, it's really unfortunate and eat that bit of humble pie and perhaps apologise. And people are more likely to be compassionate when they can see that, um, you honestly are doing the best you can to get them the outcomes that they've paid for. It's your responsibility to ensure that you have legal advice and appropriate contracts drawn regarding your business ventures. You're responsible for what you sign. No one else but you can be held accountable for this, even if someone took you for a ride. You are responsible for your own health and your own boundaries. The whole point of running a business is to be able to offer you freedom to make your business work for you and not the other way around. If your business is not working for you and your health, your relationships, your mental health, your finances, if they're suffering, it's probably time to reassess and realign with your own values and your own personal energy matrix. It's not up to your clients to sacrifice anything because your life or personal circumstances have changed. Obviously, people will be compassionate, but it's still your responsibility. You are responsible for having some sort of strategy and offer consistent messages that show that you are serious about this work you are offering. No one wants to give money to someone who does not have a clear and consistent message, nor do they feel safe. And I think that's the big thing with business. People don't want to give money to anyone that they don't trust or feel safe with. Clients buy dreams and visions from others because they want the same thing for themselves. They want to feel safe in knowing that they can achieve something similar by following the same consistent, repeatable steps. This begins with standing up as a responsible, vulnerable, but consistent and clear leader that honours any hurt that they have caused, even when it's hard. In the same vein, it's your responsibility to keep to keep up your own education and professional, develop, professional development and upskilling. Hire a coach and never for one second think that you know everything you need to know forevermore. Learn from and pay for the wisdom of others who have walked a similar path and succeeded. The best way and quickest to get where you want to go is to ask those coming back. Value yourself enough to keep learning and finish what you start. We can't think that as humans that we can constantly just work in isolation. We really are interdependent creatures and if we want to move forward, it's often the quickest way is to um, 
go with others. Quick money-making schemes are almost always a farce. The most successful businesses come from sustained and steady growth over time, from showing up and acting consistently. This is what running a business is all about. Things will be sure to get hard at times and get challenging and even be difficult to face, but it's about how we act in these circumstances that will make the difference. It's our responsibility to step back and see any cycles and patterns and unconscious blocks and perhaps trauma and resistance that are connected to our own limited thinking to look for common variables and sometimes that might even be us. We all have the ability to self-sabotage. If the same things keep happening in similar in similar patterns, it's our responsibility to go inward and find the block, not look to blame anyone and everyone externally. I mean, it could be a balance of both, but it is important to do our own inner work when when things aren't going the way we want them to go. You always have the ability to change, pivot, shift, to realign your business so that others do not permeate your boundaries. This is your gift as a sovereign leader and human being running your own business. This is a privilege and honor that needs to be treated as such. Sacred business leaders who embody this radical responsibility that inspire me um, include Denise Duffel Thomas, who I said with her book, um, Chillpreneur, Peter Kelly, Danielle Laporte, Jane Hardwick Collings, Catherine Hocking, Kimberly Ann Johnson, Rochelle Garcia Saliga, Erica Kramer, Amy McGlade, just to name a few. And it's so, it's so wonderful to watch these female entrepreneurs succeed and, um, be such wonderful leaders in our community who are able to show us what is possible and um, what we're all able to achieve and to work towards that and to learn from them um, and to watch them be responsible for their business and show up and, and talk about how some days it's really challenging and it's really hard and um, it's not always fun and roses, but that is part of what comes with the gifts of this incredible radical responsibility that we have the privilege of having in running our own business. And so I think when we are embodying the gratitude that we have for the privilege we have to be leaders and to be mirrors and to be able to show others what is possible and um, to be able to fully embody our sovereignty and our power to embody our soul work and the call the call that we have been asked to follow so that the the world perhaps is a slightly better place um if we all follow that that calling um that does come with this need to be responsible and to um to honor responsibility and to feel gratitude for all that comes with responsibility and accountability so with infinite love and gratitude i will see you next time hey glorious human thanks for listening 
If you enjoyed this episode of the Art of Rewilding podcast, I'd love it if you could leave a review and share with others who might enjoy. You can connect further with me via my Instagram, Eden underscore rewilding. And if you are a space holder or are interested in holding sacred space, such as circles, blessings, ceremonies, or rites of passage, such as menarch, birth, death and everything in between, you can check out my work at www.katherineden.com. See you next episode.